Hey, this is Joe Bakmutsky. I'm the creator of Simplified Cancer. And look, I know that with cancer, sometimes you just get these thoughts in your head. It, it kind of may start with something small, like an ache or pain, but then all of a sudden it triggers something else and it grows bigger into something just awful and horrible to the point where it's just always there at the back of your mind, no matter what you're doing. And it just gets to you because you can't stop thinking about it. Well, I believe the reason why it happens is because when, when you're diagnosed with cancer, you just lose so much control. You, you don't know what's happening. You don't really know what's going on. You, you don't know how things are going to turn out. So you feel like things are just kind of happening to you. So I think the key to deal with that is to really get your power back so that you can divert your thoughts away, away from worry, away from cancer, away from all the horrible things that might happen and channel it towards the things that you can control, towards things that you can influence, towards the things that are within your realm of, of action, things that you can do something about. I'm going to say something controversial here, but I believe that there is only one thing when you come to think about it. There's only one thing when it comes to cancer that you can't control. And that is whether your treatment is going to work or not. Just about everything else you can either influence or have control of. Right? And it starts with knowing how much you, you know about what's happening. Right? I believe the key is to really become an expert on your own illness and really knowing what happens kind of every step of the way. And it starts, doing, starts with doing research on a large evidence-based website where you can go in and, and search for your type of treatment or several treatments if you're doing some research about it and really dig in and spend 10 to 15 minutes just soaking yourself in the information. So that when you have enough understanding, you can go and ask questions. You can go and talk to your specialist, go and talk to your medical team. And you're going to have questions. You know, we all do. That's inevitable. And then when you come to your specialist, you know, your specialist becomes your partner in crime, right? Because this is the person who's there for you. This is the person who wants you to do better the person who wants you to not only be well and you know physically in terms of the disease but they want you to be you know comfortable around what's going on they want you to trust them so i think it's important to put your trust in your medical team in your specialist right and if if for some reason right maybe you're not clicking on some personality level whatever it might be if something is not working by all means go and find another person right it's that important maybe go ask your family doctor call your cancer nonprofit ask them for advice but just find the right person the person you can you can look into their eyes and say look i i know that this person is going to do the best by me and the reason why that's important is that you can fully trust them you can fully engage with them you can have a conversation every time about things that bother you 
You know, things that you, you maybe you are not comfortable talking about. Things that you could be ashamed about, you know? It's all about bringing those things to the fore and getting them to help you. Getting those questions answered so that you know what's happening. That's what's going to put you back in control. Because all of a sudden you know what's happening. You know what's going on every step of the way. Right? And also, you know how to deal with worry. Right? Again, I think that's up to you. You can do that. And sometimes even when that worry is just hangs over you like a cloud, right? It's just, and you don't really know what it is exactly. Well, what really helps is to break it down and look at it when it's just kind of in front of you. One of the ways that I like to do it is just to get a, you know, pen and paper and just write, right? Not think about it, not filter anything through, just take, take four to five minutes just to write things out without thinking just turn off the inner critic and just go for it you know and if you if if you that's where you're at just let's do it right now get a pen and paper and take four to five minutes put this video on pause and just write things out because let me tell you one thing i promise you this you're gonna find things on there you don't even expect Right. The reason why that is, is because when you're going through all of these feelings, you go through all these emotions and all of these worries, you kind of, it's hard to work out what's what, right? You're not thinking rationally, but now you can look at it. You, all of these things are going to come out from your unconscious and just going to, you're going to lay them out in front of you. So there's going to be things that are going to take you by surprise. And now you're going to be able to decide what to do about it. So please put this video on pause and write them out. You know, I, I hope that helps you. And I hope that serves you in the way that you can now look at this list and see what are the things that are bothering me right now? What can I do about it? You know, and if there's a specific pain or ache or a milestone, maybe. Maybe you've got a specialist appointment coming up or a procedure, or you're getting your test results back, you know, whatever it might be. Let's break it down even further and really put it into context. So you can, again, visualize exactly what's in front of you, what's happening to make sure that you're not going off track. The way that I like to do it is with a tool that I call the outcome map. Again, it's just, you know, pen and paper. And if you just take a piece of paper and just in the middle of it, just Write down whatever is the thing that is bothering you right now. You know, maybe you've got, maybe it's the test results you've got coming up. Maybe it's the appointment with your specialist. Maybe you're starting chemo. Maybe you've got a medical procedure like surgery coming up. Just put down whatever that is. And then around it, write all the possible outcomes. All the things that it could be. And now that you've got it, right? You, you, you've, maybe it takes you a minute or two minutes to do that. Now just take 10 to 20 seconds on each one and think about how likely is that? You know, you, 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 it just can be something that you come up with on the spot. It doesn't have to be perfect, 
just put the likelihood next to each one as a percentage. You know, it could be 10%, it could be 50%, it could be 99%, whatever that might be. Just put the likelihood next to each one. Well, now you can look at this list objectively. Look, it only probably took you not more than two to three minutes. But now you can look at this and put it into context. What is the one thing that you can do about it right now? You know, is it means that maybe you can go call up your specialist and ask for a follow-up appointment as soon as possible. Maybe it's calling your family doctor and talking to them about it. Or maybe you are overreacting and maybe there is nothing really that you can do about it anyway. Look, whatever that may be, it really helps to lays, lay out those, those thoughts in front of you so you can look at it and see it for what it is. That gives you power over it. That puts you back in charge into what's happening in your head. That puts you in control of your worry. So also dealing with treatment, dealing with side effects, how to manage them better, what to do about it, right? It seems like you have no control over it, but at the same time, you can talk about it and you can be prepared. And the best way to be prepared for it or to deal with things when they come up, well, apart from, of course, talking to a specialist, to a nurse, to your medical team about it, is to talk to people who've been through it. Talk to other people who've been through your cancer who've been through your treatment, people who have come out the other side. Of course, you can't just talk to them in the middle of a street. You have to find them somewhere. And you can find them online. Because typically these people get together. And, it, and, you know, and they become like communities that are typically focused around a particular type of cancer. So you can find one for your type of cancer. And, and to even make it easier for you, I put, I put together a, a guide called the Online Cancer Community Guide that is available free for you on my website. If you go to simplifycancer.com, if you go to the tools section, you are going to find an online community guide and it's got top three online communities for most cancers. So grab that, go there, and then whatever your worries are, Whatever your questions are, you can put them up. It's like a forum, right? You put up almost like a topic title, which is kind of like a subject line of an email. You just wanted to stand out and be really clear about what you want to know. And then just describe what the problem is. And there will be people there who are going to just jump in and help you out because they know what it's like. They've been there. They know exactly what it's like to be scared, to be lost, to be confused, to not know what the hell is going on. So they're going to be there for you. They're going to come in and, and really help you out so that you know what's happening. You, you, you don't feel lost all of a sudden. You feel in control. And that's what it's all about. Also, the support that you get socially, emotionally, from, from people in your life, you know, from your friends, from your family, from people you work with, from just anyone you interact with, so much of it depends on us. 
because sometimes I think people, and that's true for most people, they really want to be there for you. They really want to help out. They really want to help you in a meaningful way, by, but they don't know how. They don't want to say the wrong thing. They don't want to do the wrong thing. They don't want to make you feel any worse. And they also don't want to look stupid or silly or insensitive. So sometimes it's up to us to really just guide them. Right? And, and there's really two ways of doing it. One is just to be really honest and direct about how you feel. Instead of just saying, I'm okay or I'm fine. Because that's the tendency, you know, we, we don't want to look weak. We don't want to get people even more worried. So we just say, oh, you know, I'm okay. But the reality is that, is that that's not what people want to hear. They want to hear the real story. They want to know what's really going on for you. They want to know where you're at. So if someone asks you, how you going? You can just say, hey, you know what? I've got, I've got this procedure next week. And to be honest, I'm really freaking out because I don't know how things are going to turn out. And the thing is, it's going to make you feel so much better because you're actually talking about something that is real. And it's going to make it so much easier for people in your life because there's no awkward moments, right? They don't have to guess what you're thinking. You know, it's, it's all really easy. So that's one way. And the other way is just to really tell them explicitly how they can help you just in practical terms. You know, I wish I would have sent out just a simple email to, to my family and friends that would have said something like, Hi, I'm starting chemotherapy next week and it's probably going to get a, a little crazy over the next few months. So I would appreciate your help with any of this. Babysitting, driving me to and from the hospital, doing uh, groceries once a week, visiting me at the hospital as well. You know, if you can do any of those things, just hit reply and let me know. I'd really appreciate that. You know, that can make a huge difference difference and people who truly care about you they're going to be grateful to you because you've just made it easy for them to support you on your terms to be there in a way that is really meaningful for you that can actually make a difference to your life right and i think that is so powerful because that puts the control of this whole situation back on you you effectively control all the support that you get from people in your life again and you can also have so much influence over you know just life around cancer because life doesn't stop that still goes on and you know you've got all the worries about money and what's going to happen but sometimes it also helps to just be really direct, clear, and honest about people you work with. Maybe they're your customers. Maybe they're your colleagues. Whoever they might be. Just telling them what's going on. Telling them how they can help you. And how you've put a plan in place to, to look after them. You know, maybe someone else is going to take, you know, a chunk of your work. Maybe someone else is going to help out with your business. Whatever that might be, it shows that you've thought about them. You've given them a rough, you know, timeline as to how things are going to work out. 
And that's when people want to step up and help you. They want to be there for you. I've done it. I've experienced it in my work, right? And, and with so many others. It's all about just being really clear and honest about what you want and direct, you know? Because we're so not used to just asking for help. We're so not used to speaking up, right? And things that you don't know about, you really don't know about them until you ask. And it also involves talking to your cancer nonprofit about helping you out, you know, talking about how they can help you financially, legally. There's so many fantastic services they offer. You know, if you, wherever you live, you know, it's, it's, it's Cancer Council here in Australia. You've got Macmillan's in the UK. You've got National Cancer Institute in the United States. There's so many organizations that have so many fantastic services, like Nurse on Call, all sorts of wonderful things that you really don't know about until you ring up and ask. And you, you really don't know about them until it's, you know, you go through treatment and then you start talking to other people and then you find out, oh, there's all these other things I wish I knew about. Well, just give them a call and ask because they're there for you. Those services are there. Just ring up and ask. And you're going to feel like, you're on top of things. You're in charge because all of a sudden you are controlling the flow of information and you are talking to people. You're getting them engaged and you're getting them to understand where you're coming from and getting them to help you. Because this is the time in your life when you do need your people to rally around you and to be there for you. So that hopefully when it comes to recovery, again, you can just put all of your energy into things that are good for you, you know, to make sure that you get back on track. These days we know so much about recovery after cancer treatment, or maybe several treatments if you go through that. You know, doing exercise and just movement. I know maybe if you can go to exercise physiologist who's gonna give you, a, you know, a, a specialized program that's aimed just at you. Right? It is going to make sure that you're not pushing yourself too much, but you're kind of pushing yourself just enough to make progress. Or maybe, you know, in terms of your movement, maybe it's all about just doing a walk once a day. Whatever you can do, but doing things physically that are going to make you feel good. They're going to give you more energy. You know, nutrition, again, that's again something that is completely within the realm of your control. Knowing that you can eat the right food, eating food that's good for you, eating food that is healthy for you, eating food that's gonna make you feel better. That doesn't mean that you know, sometimes you, you, you don't get to eat sweets or snacks or just things that you enjoy, but spending most of your time eating food that's good for you, that's healthy, so it's gonna give you lots of energy to get out and about and do the things that you want to do, my friend. That's what it's all about. There's so many things that pretty much everything, everything in your life that you can either directly influence or control. And that's what's going to give you the power. That's what's going to give you the strength to get through treatment and beyond, to have the best life you can despite cancer. I hope it's been helpful. Look, 
I just really want to hear how you're doing. Let me let me know what you think. You know, just my email is joe at simplifycancer.com. That's J-O-E at simplifycancer.com. Like I said, I'd love to hear from you. Hey, this is Joe Bakmutsky, and thanks so much for listening. Listen, I just want to take a moment to really thank you for your time, because I know that it's precious, but also I want to congratulate you. I really want to congratulate you on listening to this podcast, because as we both know, cancer is incredibly hard to deal with, and you don't want to go it alone. And you want all the support and all the advice that you can get to, to stay on top of it, to stay on top of your worries during cancer. So I, I want to tell you about the tools that I have available on my website on simplifycancer.com that can really help you. So all of these tools are available under the tools menu on simplifycancer.com. So tool number one, that's the first visit oncologist checklist. So if the word oncologist bothers you, like I, I know it really freaked me out. If you are worried about your first appointment, as, as again, as we all are, then this can really help you with some key questions that you want to ask. The key thing, of course, is having a list like this means that you won't forget something important, which is easy enough to do when, when you've got a million things going through your head. Plus, it's a handy PDF, so it's easy to print and write down all the answers so you don't forget. So then there is the outcome map. Like this is a really simple but really powerful tool that I have developed to help you deal with worries about something specific, something that's bothering you right now. So maybe you're waiting for your test results and your mind's off running in a million different directions. Or maybe you've got an ache or pain and you don't know what it is. Like, is it cancer? Is that a side effect from treatment? Or maybe is that something else altogether? So it will kind of help you to put it all together so you can you can get a bird's eye view and decide how to best deal with it. Number three is mastering your emotions during cancer. Now, this is a walk through all the stages that you go through as a patient and as a caregiver through anger and through guilt and fear and how you can address your needs, your emotional needs on every level during cancer. Like it came about after many discussions that I had with my friend and my colleague, her name is Jill, her husband had prostate cancer, so uh, so he, she has this kind of caregiver's perspective. And we both like talked about how there are so many times um, when you go through cancer when you kind of just feel alone and you're struggling. You're on this roller coaster of emotions, and it's kind of full on and it's hard to deal with. So there, there's an audio version that comes along with it and there's a link to download the MP3 if that's what you want or you can just listen to it online and you know and just uh, listen along with the PDF. So another one is testicular cancer support kit. This has a one page summary of what the testicular cancer journey looks like that you can check out for yourself or share with your family or friends. Like it's got a helicopter view of all the symptoms and treatments and who's involved and what happens when. And it's really great one kind of page view of like what happens during testicular cancer. Plus, the kit also includes like ready-to-go email templates for your family, friends, and your workmates. So you can kind of share what's what's happened. Maybe you want to break the news on cancer and you don't want to think about and wreck your brain on what to write. So you can just copy and paste. You can tweak it a little bit so to suit your personality and you're good to go. 
And I've also done the same thing for prostate cancer. So check out the prostate cancer support kit. Again, it's showing all the treatment options and stages on one page. So you can walk someone through it like someone from your family or a friend. And they know what to expect and how it all happens. And of course, when you sign up for any of my tools, and we just talked about, you'll also get an email from me when, when there's a new episode that's kind of relevant to you right now and other news from the world of simplified cancer. And listen, I'm, I'm going to keep on asking you about how I'm doing here. I mean, are you getting what, you, what you're looking for? Was there something in particular that, that really made sense to you? Or is there a question that you want to ask? Or maybe there's, there's just something that you, you want to get off your chest. Like, please, I need to know. Just reply to any of my emails or send me an email right now. My email is joe at simplifycancer.com. So that's J-O-E at simplifycancer.com. And send me an email whenever you've got anything on your mind. So again, I want to thank you for listening. Till next time. 